Grace, mercy, and peace be yours in the name of our living, risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The message for today comes to us from our epistle text from 1 Peter chapter 2. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. So we've started getting ready for our move out to Illinois. And if you've ever moved before, you probably had a checklist for everything that needed to happen as you've gotten ready for this great new adventure and actually moving out. And apparently, one of the biggest items on the checklist as you're getting ready to move is finding a place to live. It's true. And finding the right place to call home can be a challenge. With everything else going on in the world right now, it's probably even tougher. There are houses out there. But in our case, most of those haven't seemed quite right for us. We're looking for a house that fits our family while also being a part of the community that we're going to serve. Finding the right place to call home is about finding a house that can be a home base for your next chapter of life. So are you getting tired of your house these days? Mm -hmm. The same walls? The same people? Is it starting to feel a bit old? And I suspect that even the nicest of houses can start to feel like prisons if you can't really get out and about. I've seen vacation websites saying you can have virtual vacations, viewing properties during these stay-at-home times. You can go and visit fantastic homes, beautiful locations at the beach and the mountains, browsing through images of places you might like, if only for a little while. You do it all from the comfort of your own couch. Wouldn't it be great to have a home that that didn't confine you, a home that freed you, a house that didn't shut you in, but connected you to the world around you. Well, Peter's got some good news for you today. Our epistle reading comes from Peter's first letter to Christians in other parts of the ancient Roman world. This is a message of encouragement, especially since some of those early disciples were experiencing persecution because of their faith. Many of those Jesus followers were Gentiles, coming from homes where their families had not known the God of Abraham, of Isaac, of Jacob. Peter had come to understand that these people, too, were recipients of God's grace just as much as he was. So he is writing to them now to build them up in faith, to point them to the new life that they now share. So going back to the verses right before those that we read today, we find that Peter shows Christians then and now that we are called to put away the bad, to bring in the good. It's sort of like when you want to move to a new house, you chuck out all that stuff that you don't need, that you don't want to take with you, the stuff that would just weigh you down. There's no point bringing along junk, especially when your new home comes fully furnished with superior goods, right? Well, as Peter lays it out, the new home for all God's people is anchored on Christ Jesus. In this season of Easter, we continue to celebrate Jesus' resurrection. Because Jesus, the rock of our salvation, on which our hope is built, it is through him, through our risen Lord, that we can have sure hope. Hope that death cannot destroy us, even though the rest of the world be shaken. Jesus is the cornerstone. 
He's that, that perfect measure by which the rest of the building lines up. He's the foundation for the new life which comes to you as you are connected into him. If you've ever seen how some manufacturers, Apple for instance, use magnets to perfectly align components so that they just snap together right in the perfect direction, holding strong. Our life in Christ is kind of like that. The Holy Spirit brings us close to Jesus. It connects us to him, realigning us so that we can be where we are meant to be. He brings us together. You see, we're born disconnected. We're born apart. And nobody is born in neutral. Each of us human beings began our life journey as a runaway. We're actively headed away from God. And some people will continue to do so. They will continue to reject God's grace. Peter doesn't mince words here. They won't believe that Jesus is the one who came to rescue them from sin and death, or even that they need a rescuer. They'll stumble over this rock. Even so, Jesus continues to call all people to know the life that he has won for them. He's called you. He's called you home. You don't have to wait for heaven to be home with Christ. God's word shows that you have a home with him both now and forever. As Jesus himself tells his disciples in our gospel text today from John 14, In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you also may be. The Holy Spirit connects us in to Christ's body as the church, a spiritual house of living stones. Stones who are living precisely because we are connected to our risen Lord Jesus. No matter what distance might separate us, you and I are still together in the spiritual house that is Christ's church. In this home, it isn't merely for us. There's room enough here for all people that Jesus calls to himself. Again, it's sort of like magnets. A powerful electromagnetic field can course through a line of individual objects, connecting them all together. As the Spirit builds us together in this spiritual house, we are ever expanding, ever connecting with the people around us and connecting them with Christ. Jesus has taken you to himself. You have a place in his Father's house. So how does that shape your spiritual, how does your spiritual home shape your earthly home? Because you're a member of the body of Christ, as people of the resurrection, the shape of your heavenly home guides your present life. The present pandemic is shaking the world, even the lives of people who are near and dear to us. Your life has a deeper foundation, though, in the risen Lord. How might you show him? How might you show his love to those who are around you each day, especially when you have no choice but to see them day after day? Now, Peter has an offer. Give the spiritual sacrifices 
which are pleasing to God by the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray. Pray for and with the people who are around you. Praise. Praise the one who gives you life each new day and along with it opportunities for growing in faith and in joy. Give thanks. Give thanks to the Lord for his innumerable blessings, the ones that he gives to you and to all people. Remembering above all that he has welcomed you into his house, that he has given you home. As our nation celebrates Mother's Day today, I encourage you to pray, praise, and give thanks for your mother. God gave you the gift of life through her. And if your relationship with your mother has suffered under the brokenness of our world, I pray that our Lord brings whatever healing is needed. And also remember those who have served in a mothering role in your life, especially those who have pointed you towards Jesus, who have connected you into this house of faith that we share because they are a gift from God. Now, no matter where you might be right now, you have a place to live in Christ. He's called you to be his own. You are a living stone that is connected into the the limitless, the wondrous, the spiritual house that is his church. Through our risen Lord, you have a home with your Heavenly Father, a, a heavenly home base, if you will, one that will shape the world around you. So welcome home. Amen.